Can you imagine experiencing your life as easy and peaceful most of the time, even when things around you seem to be in chaos? It truly is a possibility. That is the gift of living with soul and ego in harmony, living in self-awareness without judgment. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is energy medicine. Now, here is the host of Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, doctor of energy medicine, Tracy Trimble. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's show. We're going to be talking about a big question in energy medicine. It's who do you want to be? My name is Tracy Trimble, and I'm a doctor of energy medicine. As a bioenergetic therapist, a spiritual guide, and a healer, I specialize in treating both the cause and the effects of depression, anxiety, acute stress, and chronic pain from the perspective of the human bioenergetic field. My passion is teaching energy medicine, especially Reiki, chakra balancing, and Hatha yoga. My gift is being able to see through the layers of energy that surround our physical bodies called the bioenergetic field. And my superpower is the ability to connect, with your permission, of course, directly to the voice of your soul energy. I hear what your soul is trying to tell you. Then as a trained talk therapist, I have the joy of speaking with your ego energy. It then becomes my job to guide, teach, and heal in order to bring your soul and ego back into harmony. So today, on this week's show, the big question is, who do you want to be? And that's what energy medicine is all about, coming back into alignment physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually with exactly who we're meant to be in this space and time where the spirit form is experiencing human being. I believe not knowing the answer to this question very clearly and always working to move towards that is the cause of our non-beneficial energy buildups within our bioenergetic field. Not being able to answer this question creates chaos. It creates fear. If we don't know at the core of our being who it is that we're meant to be, we struggle. We create fear, we accumulate habits, and those habits trigger and control us in ways that we're unconsciously incompetent in. We're completely unaware that we're being pulled away from our highest good. So in this week's show, I'd like to explain to you in great detail the process of defining, practicing, being, and checking in with who you're meant to be. So let's start there. What does who do you want to be mean? When you first meet someone and they are asking you, who are you? We very often and immediately go directly to labels that have been placed on us by our influential outside others whether it be society in general or our friends and family. We usually list off our accomplishments. We're a mother, a wife, a career. And all of those things are beautiful accomplishments, but they aren't who we are. They're what we do. It's 
how we keep ourselves busy in this human experience, but they aren't the human experience. So when someone asks me, who am I? I want to tell them from the depths of my soul what my ego is striving to accomplish. So for me, who am I? I'm passionate. I am purposeful. I'm working on being patient, productive, kind and compassionate, abundant, in service, self-aware. I am all of those things all of the time because I'm consciously aware of being them. I have determined with great effort exactly why I want to be those things. I know how it makes me feel when I'm in alignment with who I want to be, and I know exactly what it feels when I'm out of alignment. Don't kid yourself. Life is not always sunshine and roses when you have the answer to this question, who do you want to be? But it certainly is hundreds of times easier. I've learned to respond knowing who we want to be allows us to focus on our thoughts, on the words that we choose, on the actions that we take that move us forward, but also on the actions that we choose not to take. Why is this important? Because knowing who we want to be guides us in this journey. It takes us closer to our destination. Our destination, I would like to hope, is a happy, fulfilling existence. Again, that doesn't mean life is always sunshine and roses. Sometimes those darkest moments bring us the biggest gifts. But if we handle those darkest moments with ease and in flow, we're empowered. We become stronger, more courageous, more perfectly perfect in our own ways. Knowing who we want to be is about adjectives. It's about a way of feeling. It's about being someone who navigates this lifetime. Again, it's about responding instead of reacting. So imagine in this moment, I was going to offer you a million dollars. And all you had to do was show up at a location a specific location in terms of an address. And I said to you, meet me at 9565 Baldwin Street North in Whitby, Ontario. And that's all of the information that I was going to give you. What would you do? Simple, right? You'd type in exactly the information that I gave you into your GPS. Your GPS would verbally and visually show you alternative ways to get there. Most likely because we're human beings and we're in some kind of a rush, we'd pick the quickest route. 
we'd press go on our GPS, and when the GPS said to go north, we'd go north. When it said to turn right, we'd turn right. When it says, says to exit, we'd exit. What if knowing who you want to be is your GPS? It is the map to a fulfilling life. It is a map to the jackpot of a lifetime. When I feel anger, because I know that's my trigger, I know right away in that moment I am not being one or a multitude of who I want to be, or else I wouldn't be angered. So I stop, breathe. Actually, I'm going to share something really cool. I've been really focused on this part of energy medicine for the last five years. And I don't even stop and breathe anymore. I instantaneously recognize my anger, and all of the sudden I move to exactly what I'm not being. Because my soul and ego are in harmony in that moment. Ego got a little out of control. Soul said, hey, 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 over here. Caught ego's attention. They came back together. They worked the situation out. So I'm starting to get angry. I take a deep breath. And through my rapid computer speed brain, I run through my list. Am I being purposeful? Is what I'm doing right now taking me closer to or farther away from my purposefulness in life? And for me, that purposefulness is to feel passionate and fulfilled in everything that I do. So the answer is either yes or no. Am I, in this moment, being purposeful? If I am, am I procrastinating? Am I being passionate about what I'm doing? Am I finding the abundance in this situation? If the answer is yes, then I keep moving. Is there balance going to be created or maintained in what I'm doing right now? Am I being kind and compassionate with myself? But most importantly, because that's my weakness, am I being kind and compassionate to those around me? Am I being in service? Or am I being a part of the chaos? I have a lot of things that I want to be. I'm a multitasking, A-type personality. I highly recommend that you focus on one thing that you want to be. And you be that person today. Until that energy comes to you with ease. I'm not suggesting that this is going to be super easy, but it's pretty easy. And you can either start right now, or you can start 10 years from now. The only difference is you're going to be 10 years behind where you could have been. Pick an adjective of who you want to be. And just be that person. Use the roadmap called life to get there. Ask questions. Be consciously aware of what's happening around you. Is this person, place, thing, scene, situation, or scenario taking me closer to or farther away from being A, B, or C? 
and it's taking you farther away and you're getting frustrated, take a deep breath and respond. Ask yourself, what do I need to know to be, to do, or to have to be moving forward into that energy? Gift yourself permission to realize by having this focus, it's going to change your life. It's going to change your thoughts, your words, the actions that you do take and the actions that you don't take, and that's going to move you forward. The big question here is, if it feels like something's missing in your life, do you have the courage to inquire if it's you? Because if you have that courage and you have the capacity to answer, yeah, I might be the problem, This is the solution. It is very likely that you simply just don't know who you want to be. Imagine, by just simply asking this question, giving yourself permission to grow in this area of life, you have the capacity to shift everything, and I mean everything physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, not just within your own experience, but in the experience of those who are around you, who love you. Take a minute to think about this. It's time for our first break of the show. When we return, we're going to discuss four steps in discovering who you want to be and being that person. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble on the Inspired Choices Network. I'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, 
Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're talking about the energy medicine of who do you want to be. It may sound like it's very minuscule. It's just a question. But this question has the capacity to change everything. This is the foundation, the starting point. It's what energy medicine's purposefulness is, is figuring out who you want to be and be her. Not knowing this information is where depression, anxiety, and acute stress come from because we're torn, pulled, pushed, and knocked over by the world around us. We don't have strong roots in the metaphysical sense where we're connected to our truth, to ourselves. So before we went to break, I shared with you that there are four steps in figuring out who you want to be and being that person. Let me share with you really quickly what the four steps are, and then we're going to go into detail into them. So the first step is called defining who you want to be. However, if you have ever read Neil Donald Walsh's book, Conversations with God, you'll realize that we aren't actually defining at all. We're remembering. However, most of us don't have the capacity to believe that at first until we start doing this work. And then all of a sudden, we do realize that that's our truth. So first is defining who you want to be. Second is practicing who you want to be. Being consciously aware of moving closer to that energy every day in your thoughts, in your words, in your chosen actions and your chosen inaction. Third is being who you say you're going to be. I know sometimes that isn't easy, but it's important. It's important to create simple daily practices that keep this top of mind. My biggest challenge in who I want to be is balance. And I know people have told me that's a really cool biggest challenge to have. It wasn't always that way. But balance is my challenge. I love having a full plate. And as long as that full plate is filled with purposefulness and passion, it really doesn't matter how much is on it. But as soon as the shoulds, the musts, and the have-tos get onto my plate, I tend to get a little overwhelmed. I personally tattooed the word balance onto my left wrist to remind my ego that soul is always, always trying to move us towards balance. Those daily practices, routines, tips, and tricks are completely up to you, but they're incredibly important. And I'll share some of those with you. Tattooing is certainly not necessary. Number four, check in with yourself on a regular basis without any judgment. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how to do that. 
So the four steps include defining who you want to be, practicing who you want to be, being who you want to be, and checking in with who you're actually being on a regular basis. So let's start with step number one. In most self-help, especially in the secret type of self-help, you're told to basically avoid, ignore, and escape the negatives. Don't focus there. I'm going to tell you right now, that's not how energy medicine works. We're human beings. We have experiences for a reason, good, bad, beautiful, and ugly. But those bad or negative experiences are incredibly powerful lessons for us. And if we're not paying attention to them, if we're not allowing ourselves to access them for fear of creating more of them, then we're missing the lesson. If we can look at the bad things without judgment, without creating emotion around it, we're not creating anything but more awareness. So take a really good look at what hasn't worked in the past. Who do you feel bad when you're being? For me, in the past, anger drove me and controlled me to be quite unkind and uncompassionate to others, to have very little patience. Blame was my game. I've spent the last five years being very, very conscious that I have the capacity to do that. I don't get down on myself when it happens. I get a really quick blast of awareness that says, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not who we want to be. No that those lessons that trigger and control you are important. They're guiding you to remember. What hasn't worked is a really good indication of opposites attract. If I don't like blaming, what do I need to do to be to have? Well, I have to be more accountable. I have to see my role in things. I have to be more honest with myself. And for me, that's about creating balance. Also, take a really good look at what feels great to you, what comes easily to you. For me, that's passion. If I'm crazy about something, I get so passionate. And when I'm passionate, I am contagious. And I love that about myself. What flows versus what struggles is really, really important for you to understand. This allows you to define who you want to be. In one of my classes called Self Mastery Program, I provide a page of over 500 adjectives. Google adjectives or feelings or experiences. And start making a list of all the things that you want to be. And let me ask you right now, do not be what your ego says realistic. Do not be realistic. We're not setting goals here. Be unrealistic. There was a time not so long ago, maybe 15 years ago, that I didn't actually believe that I had the capacity to be compassionate with other people. And now, 
It's my profession. It's how I earn a living. It is my purposefulness. So if anyone ever tells you that human beings can't change, it's because they've never tried. With effort, we have the capacity to take what we believe is not good about ourselves, what we don't love about ourselves, and change it into something empowering, into a great depth of self-love and self-awareness. And I know that's true because I've experienced it. And I want to share it with you. I want to be able to gift that to you. And we do that by defining who we want to be. Make a list. It doesn't matter if it's one thing or if it's five pages of things. Make the list. Brainstorm. Create energy around it. Give yourself permission to be open to receive from soul and ego in alignment some really amazing, empowering traits that you want to become. And give yourself permission to feel it in your heart. Is that because someone else told you you should be that? Is that coming from an influential other or do you truly and deeply want to be that? Let me give you a great example about that. In my past, honesty wasn't a strong trait for me. And I wanted to be a better person. I wanted to be honest. Not only with myself, because for a long time that was impossible, but also with others. And at first on this journey, I thought honesty was important. And I'm not saying that it's not for you. What I'm saying is what I also realized is that I need to be truthful. But in my line of work, I can't necessarily be honest. And there's a different energy for me. So for a few years, I strived hard for honesty. And it just didn't come easy to me. And one day I had the courage to ask, why is this challenging? Why does it feel like something's missing? Is it me? And the answer was yes. Because my honesty turned to brutal honesty, not truthfulness. And in the line of work that I'm in, I have absolutely no right to be honest with you with what your soul tells me or what I see in your bioenergetic field. Because if you're not ready for that, I'm actually creating harm and suffering. I'm not supporting, healing, guiding, or holding you up. I'm pushing you too far. So, honesty is not on my list. Even though I should, I must, and I have to be that. So I shifted that energy to truthfulness. And that's my work now. Being truthful. The next piece is practicing that. Create an affirmation or a mantra. Ask yourself in every scene, situation, scenario, with every person, place, or thing, am I being that right now? What would it look like to be that? Define the energy. What does it look like for me to be balanced? So for me, balance is having a lot of things on my plate. 
that I'm passionate and purposeful about, that keep me growing, learning, sharing, healing, but also to be cognizant that I have responsibilities, that I have the capacity to be selfish, that I have to be responsible and to take on some of those things, but also to be very consciously aware of communicating well with my influential others about what I will and won't take on so that they're not disappointed, so that I'm managing their expectations. Balance to me isn't about equality. It isn't about equal. It's about taking with love and respect, giving what I can without causing me harm and suffering. So those first two steps, define who you want to be and practice it. These are probably the most challenging pieces that you'll have in this moment. It's a lot of work. And I'm going to tell you right now, that work isn't meant to do alone. That work is meant for you to find an accountability partner. If you have a supportive spouse, do it together. Find someone in your area who's in energy medicine who will help you. If you look for my assistance, please feel free to reach out. Tracy, T-R-A-C-I at tracytrimble.ca. Let me hear your story. Let me help you. Allow me to check in with your soul energy and guide you in the direction in which you're headed. It looks like it's time for our second break. When we return, we'll go through the next two steps, being who you want to be and checking in with who you want to be. You're listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble on the Inspired Choices Network. Please feel free to ask questions. Connect with me through email. I'm here to guide and support you. We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., to participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, friends. I'm Tracy. And you are listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble on the Inspired, <laughs> Inspired, the Inspired Choices Network. 
before we went to break, we were discussing the four steps of getting you to who do you want to be. The first step, define her, you. Sorry about that, fellas. The second step, practice, you. The third, be who. The fourth, check in with who you want to be without judgment. Neil Donald Walsh in the book Conversations with God, which, yes, is one of my favorite books and very much where a lot of guidance came when I wrote the book Who Do You Want to Be, says that your own life is the way it is because of choices that you've made or failed to make. That's page 51 of Conversations with God. And I'm going to tell you right now that your thoughts, your words, your chosen actions, and your chosen inactions are who you're being. And if you're being them without awareness, that's causing you harm and suffering. That big question comes back again. If it feels like something's missing in your life, do you have the courage to inquire if it's you? And if the answer to that is yes, then you have all of the power that you could ever possibly imagine. Because in that moment, when you answer yes to that question, ego is completely in alignment with soul. There's no more resistance. There's no more struggling. There's no more fighting. You're ready. You're ready to define who you want to be, practice who you want to be, and be who you want to be. And that simply means being consciously aware of your thoughts. When they are not positive, when they are not taking you in the direction of who you want to be, stop, breathe, and redirect. Focus on the list, the one, the two, the ten things that you want to be. For me, I have a daily practice. When I wake up in the morning, I do a ground open, connect and protect meditation. I balance each of my chakras and should I require it, I give myself Reiki. I also remind myself who I want to be today. And I give myself permission to be her without any judgment to live who I say I'm going to be. Each night before I go to bed, I wash off all of the non-beneficial energy that I've accumulated during the day, whether it was mine, my clients, or those around me. I do a self-reiki practice. And at the end of that practice, I do a check back on the day, and I ask myself, was I each of the 12 things that I strive to be every day. Most days, I am saying yes. But many days, there's a no in there. And I no longer have shame or anger around that. I know that tomorrow, that's my work. And I become grateful that I have work to do tomorrow. That I have another day to experience, to gather more wisdom, to be spiritual having a human experience. 
I'm honored that that work comes up, that I learn, share, heal, and grow more every day. And I'm doing that because I'm being who I say I'm going to be. But even when I'm not being who I say I'm going to be, I'm grateful. And I think that's a big part of our practice of being who we say we're going to be. Finding gratitude in the super awesome and the poopy. While you're being who you say you're going to be, make sure you're checking in. Make sure that you are taking this seriously. Let me give you a great example of what I mean by the capacity for us not to take our personal development seriously. We read books. We consume them. We may even make notes, highlight or turn pages over. But what do we do after we've read that book or take that course? Sometimes nothing at all. Sometimes a little bit for a while. Imagine that we're doing those things because there's one nugget in it that we need to nurture. So every time you read a book or take a personal development course, tie it back to one of the traits of who you have to be, who you want to be, who you say you're going to be. Allow yourself to create thoughts, words, actions, and inactions around what you've learned and who you want to be. That's a practice. And then check in without judgment. Were you those things? I personally have a journal for each of those 12 things. I also have an addiction to paper books. So it totally makes sense for me. But I have a journal for every single one of those 12 things of who I want to be. And I fill that with things I learn about myself, about others, from classes, from workshops, from podcasts, from books that I've read. I love writing on a sticky note a quote from a book and sticking it into who do you want to be? Balance. Who do you want to be? Passion. Who do you want to be? Purposefulness. Who do you want to be? Truthful. Who do you want to be? In service. It's work, but it's work that I've come to love. And because of that work, I am crazy in love with myself. And that is the greatest gift I have ever been given. Fifteen years ago, I would have asked you, why does it even matter if you love yourself? Who cares? But for the last 15 years, this has been my mission. And I'm here. And I am here to share with you that we can go from darkness, disease, and dysfunction into the light, into the flow, into crazy self-love. And we do that entirely by figuring out the answers to this question. Who do you want to be? When you decided on your career, you had to learn how to do it. I'm sure in some way you had to study, and I hope that you've become an expert in it. 
Are you an expert in you? Are you studying and learning you? Are you developing you every single day? Even in a most minute way? If the answer is no to that, please let me share with you more in the coming weeks. Go back to any podcast show recording or YouTube that I've done and know that all of it is to bring you here to this moment, to ask you, to beg you, to please decide in this moment that you want to know who you were meant to be. And you're willing to do the work, whether it's one small step or it's a full-on marathon. You're ready. You are not alone. You are supported. There are incredible energy workers out there that you can go to and say, I'm trying to figure out who I want to be. Can energy medicine help me? Yeah, there might be a bunch of layers that you have to unravel. There might be a lot of pain and suffering that you're carrying around. But that's the whole point of energy medicine, is that it's going to peel away what you don't need to look at so that you can look at, work through, and become exactly who you're meant to be. The big question. We're going to come back to it again. The big question is, if it feels like something is missing, it isn't right in your life, do you finally have the courage to ask, is it me? Is it my thoughts? Is it my words? My habits and my beliefs? Is it my chosen actions and my chosen inactions? And in this process, you are totally and completely taking back control over remembering, putting the pieces back together of your true and authentic self. It's my belief that every single one of us came to this space and time called human being on a mission. I believe that we signed a universal contract that says, I'm going to this space and time called human being to collect experiences, to collect emotions, to collect feelings. And whatever that contract is, is who you're meant to be. Please give yourself permission to remember your truth, to remember your contract. Because finding it, defining it, practicing it, being it, and checking in to make sure you're in alignment is going to gift you the most fulfilling, empowering self-love you may not even be able to imagine in this moment. Please know that I'm here to support you. 
I'm here to guide and teach you. You are not alone. It looks like we are moving into our final break for today. My name is Tracy Trimble, and I am honored to guide, teach, heal, and protect you. You simply need to reach out and to ask for that support. I'm ready. Are you? We'll be right back. Many of us believe that feeling sick and tired is just the way life is. So we get stuck in the habit. What if we are not meant to live in pain and suffering at all? By tuning in to Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, you will learn to eliminate the habit of suffering through self-awareness without judgment, therefore bringing soul and ego closer together. Are you ready to learn, share, heal, grow, and prosper? Listen for Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Soul Healing Radio Show with Doctor of Energy Medicine, Tracy Trimble, Ph.D., to participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to tracy at tracytrimble.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, friends. My name is Tracy. And you are listening to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble on Inspired Choices Network. And today, we're discussing the foundation of energy medicine through the question of who do you want to be? I know that I've shared a lot with you today and I've given you a lot to think about and a lot to do. But I would like to just share this one little antidote. I know it seems like I'm asking you to eat an elephant and that seems overwhelming because it's a big job and you can't imagine how that's ever going to happen. The antidote goes like this. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Take just one bite. Start slow. Start small. Choose something that you're going to see immediate results from. Results from within, but also those around you. Try to do this work with a smile. That smile changes everything. It's the energy that you're projecting. In Conversations with God, Neil Donald Walsh makes a powerful statement. It's an analogy to this work, to soul healing work, especially in Who Do You Want to Be? On page 60, he makes this statement. Do not dismantle the house, but do look at each brick 
and replace those which appear broken, which no longer support the structure. So I'm going to ask you to imagine those bricks that are part of your infrastructure, are your thoughts and your words. But they are also who you have had to be to survive, who you've had to be to please others, uh, possibly even at your own expense. Imagine that in this moment, you have the capacity to say, I'm going to stop being that, and I'm going to start being this. My big aha moment when this was my work was to stop being angry. And in my naivety, I wanted to stop being angry and start being happy. That's a marathon before I even learned to walk. So in order to stop being angry, I had to ask myself, what am I actually angry about? And I had to figure that out. For me, maybe not you, but for me, I had to document that and figure it out. Once I figured out all the things that made me angry, I had to figure out why I was so angry about them. And I had to figure out what the common denominator was. And for me, the common denominator was everything I didn't like about myself was everybody else's fault. It had nothing to do with me, which made me realize that I had no idea who I was. Now, I personally dismantled the house, and it was unattractive. It was painful, and I wouldn't wish to do it again. Super grateful that it happened, but I didn't ask for help. I just burnt it all down and started over. It was lonely, and it was hard, and I don't think it has to be like that. Ask for help. please reach out and ask for help. I'm here if you need me. One of the cool things that I'd like to share with you is that this process has the potential to be painful. Please don't mistake pain as a guidance that you're on the wrong track. We've accumulated a lot of grossness throughout our lives, a lot of muck. And that's not a bad thing. That's where all our lessons are stored. Give yourself permission to realize that there might be some pain, but also to know that it's worth the effort. There's no need to dismantle the house but it is essential that you look at each brick and you replace the ones that no longer support the structure. That infrastructure is who you're meant to be. Next week, 
<laughs> That's funny. Next week, we're going to talk about something called the next syndrome. The original concept was gifted to me by my teacher of BEAM, Bioenergetic Access Method, Joan Beattie. But over the last several years, I've done a great depth of research and analysis. I've witnessed it for myself, personally, and also with my clients. The next syndrome is where we experience feelings of euphoria or feelings of deep physical pain and discomfort while we're doing this work. It's actually ego resisting or getting high on something we've never experienced before. It is neither good nor bad, but it sometimes has the capacity to stop us in our tracks or get us addicted to something called spiritual bypassing. And next week, as we continue to explore energy medicine, I'm going to explain the concept of the next syndrome. I'm going to explain the side effects of energy work that show up, the value of these experiences, good, bad, beautiful, and ugly, and how to release the resistance so that the next syndrome affects our welcome friends instead of cursed enemies. So please, do join me next Wednesday live at 11 a.m. or any time after 12 noon Eastern Standard Time as part of a podcast, a YouTube, or a online link. As always, I am so incredibly grateful to have had this time to spend with you today and each week. I trust that you got exactly what you needed from me. And if not for any reason, whether it's relevant to today's show or not, please feel free to reach out to me. Email is the best. Tracy at tracytrimble.ca will provide you a wealth of information about who I am and what I do. My email address is Tracy, T-R-A-C-I, at tracytrimble.ca. So until next time, please be good to yourself. Gift yourself permission to say out loud that you're ready. You are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Have a great week. Thank you for choosing to listen to Soul Healing with Tracy Trimble, Ph.D. Tracy will return next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, give yourself permission to learn, share, heal, and grow through self-awareness without